This is the BBC Home Service. We present to you Eden's End, Episode 5, Paradise Lost. Inspector Adams is convinced that he has Abby Martin's murderer in custody, but a stranger arrives in Brampton to put the cat amongst the pigeons. And a long-kept secret is finally revealed. Will life ever be the same again? Brampton Surgery, Dr. Webb speaking. How many times do I have to tell you no? No means no. It's not convenient, we're too busy. Now, if you don't mind, I have patients to attend to. P.C. Wood. I need you to come with me, Doctor. It's Mary Martin. Abby's mother, is she all right? She's dead. Suicide. Oh, my God, that poor woman. Overdose, apparently. Pills. We have to go, Dennis. Where? Back to the East End to face the bombs. I telephoned Mum last night. There's been no bombs. Love, there will be bombs. What are we going to do? We are going to Canterbury. Come on. Canterbury? The hops? They can pick themselves today. We are going on a family outing. Canterbury Cathedral, here we come. Followed by fish and chips. Oh, what a lovely idea. Frank! Maureen, come on! Come on! <laughs> we are going on a jolly! <laughs> come on. <laughs> but it's the truth, Inspector. I can't remember a thing. It's the electric shocks. Ask the doctor, he'll tell you. It's the major side effect of the process, memory loss. I'm not a murderer and I'm not a schizophrenic. Ah, the doctor doesn't agree. He has concerns about you. I beg your pardon. Why on earth would he recommend you for a treatment that's only been attempted on schizophrenics? I... And then there were the visits you paid to him and the things you said. I can't remember what we talked about. Oh, you certainly talked. But not just about your depression and headaches, about your fears and urges. And even if it were true, why on earth would he tell you about it? Because he was sat exactly where you are now, yesterday afternoon, helping me with a murder inquiry like a good citizen. In these situations, medical confidentiality goes out of the window, I'm afraid. And what did he say? That you were the most anxious patient he'd ever dealt with. Tormented was the word he used. And that you seemed to be on the verge of telling him some great secret. Secret? What is it? Hmm? This great secret tormenting you. He's... He's wrong. Either that or lying. Oh, lying? But you told me he's wonderful. A shot in the arm. Best thing since sliced bread. Well, is he? I don't know. Is he wonderful or is he a liar? <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. This is Lady Pamela Mortimer and Mr Gresham, a solicitor. I demand the release of my client. Giles, are you all right? You look awful. You haven't got any evidence to hold him. I think you'll find I've rather a lot of evidence. All of it's circumstantial, none of which would hold up in court. I beg to differ. Look at him. What have you done to him? Could I please have a moment alone with my son? Of course, Lady Pamela. We'll be just outside. Oh, you look so pale. Have you eaten? We have to talk to the doctor. The inspector is convinced that the doctor thinks I'm an unstable schizophrenic. But I talked to the doctor only recently. 
He was delighted with your recovery. Couldn't have been more positive. Exactly. Get him to come here and tell everybody the truth. Then I can go home and put this whole ghastly mess behind me. I'll get him immediately. Keep your chin up, darling. Mr Gresham is here for you. It's not long now. Brampton Surgery, Dr Webb speaking. <laughs> so despite my best efforts, you're coming here, are you? What time does your train get into Brampton? Right. Well, when you get to the station, you ring me. Do you understand? You ring me and I'll pick you up. Doctor! Doctor, it's Lady Pamela. Are you there? We need you at the police station urgently. Doctor! The highly respected local GP, Dr Webb, will testify that Lord Brampton is one of the most troubled individuals he's ever dealt with and displays all the symptoms of a dangerous schizophrenic. Dr Webb, he's an expert in this field, is he? He knew enough to satisfy me. I need to talk to him. So do I. Lady Pamela, sir. At last. Giles. Where's the doctor? I'm sorry, darling. He wasn't at the surgery. I couldn't find him anywhere. I need to see him urgently. Well, you'll just have to wait. Let's carry on, shall we? Have you ever taken pictures of a young girl before? Oh, don't answer that. You're not helping the situation, Mr Gresham. What would help this situation is if you either ask some pertinent questions or release my client and put an end to this farrago. This farrago is a murder inquiry, an inquiry you seem hell-bent on obstructing. If having my client's best interests at heart is obstruction, then obstruction it is. Please... Stop shouting. You're a disgrace to law enforcement. And you are a stain on the legal profession. Please stop, please. Enough, gentlemen. I have very influential friends in the police who will be very interested to hear my opinion of your dubious abilities. Do you honestly think I care tuppence halfpenny what you or your friends think of me? Thank you, Dad. Wilson's farmhouse. Willard Wilson speaking. Willard, it's me, Pamela. John, how are you? I'm sorry if Barbara's there, but I desperately need to see you now. The poor old girl. How terrible. Giles has had some form of nervous breakdown. He's confessed to the murder. I know he's not guilty, but... Of course I will, Johnny. I'm on my way now. I'll meet you in your orchard in five minutes. Who was that? Johnny Porter. Rum old business. Mary's not well and he can't leave her, so I said I'd take his place at the lodge. Important meeting. Needs a quorum. Mary Porter's not well? Since when? Came on last night, apparently. Bit of a fever. Been in bed all day, poor thing. I was talking to her at lunchtime. What? In the grocer's. She was right as rain. Who were you talking to on the phone? Uh, Johnny, of course. He said... For Christ's sake! Who were you talking to? What are you doing? I'm phoning John Porter. <laughs> Give me that phone! Get off of me! God, this is so undignified! Do you want to know what's really undignified? Sitting in this house, night after night, wondering where the hell you are. And even on the rare occasions you do happen to communicate, I know that everything that comes out of your mouth is a lie! Now that, that is really undignified! You're being melodramatic! Oh, really? I heard! 
weren't you talking to Leonard Holtstock on Monday afternoon? Leonard? I don't remember talking to Leonard. I don't lie. You asked him to cover for you. To lie to the police. For God's sake, what sort of a person asks a friend to do that? I was doing it to protect you. To protect me? There are some things you're better off not knowing about. Like what? The murdered little girl. What? She was murdered on Saturday. The very night you wanted Leonard to say that you were with him. And the blood on your shirt. The shirt you wore on Saturday. I told you it was barbed wire. They were fingernail scratches. Was it the nails of that poor girl trying to stop you from killing her? Where are you going? To tell the police. Barbara, come back. Barbara, come back. No more lies. No more. Watch out for that car. Lady Pamela. Oh, thank God. You've got to help me. It's my husband. He's the murderer. What? Please, take me to the police station. He had blood on his shirt the night of the murder. He asked a friend to lie for him. It's him, I tell you. Good evening, Willard. Good evening, Pamela. So, you don't believe me? Barbara, Willard can't be the murderer. On the evening the girl went missing, he was with me. Sorry to have to detain you, Lord Brampton. You didn't do it, did you? Why did you confess, sir? I don't know. Don't know anything. I just wanted the shouting to stop. I can't think. I can't think anymore. I think you've had some sort of breakdown. Where's my mother? I don't know, sir, but I'll go and look for her and the elusive doctor. I've eaten too much fish and chips. Two bits of cod, porky pig. <laughs> it was so fresh, though. Oh, well. Better go back and face the music. I told you, stuff them. They're short-staffed as it is. Look, that old girl with the suitcase is thumbing a lift, shall we? Yeah, go on. Good deed for the day. Where are you going, love? Brampton Village, please. I was supposed to call for my lift from the station, but the phone was out of order. No worries, jump in. Push up, kids. Move up, Frank. Are you, uh, visiting? Yes, my daughter and son-in-law. Who's that, then? Uh, my son-in-law is the village doctor. Oh, right. I've heard he's a nice bloke. Hmm. That explains the scratches on your neck. How very unladylike, Lady Brampton. We never wanted to hurt you, Barbara. You weren't supposed to find out. Not like this. How was I supposed to find out then? We hadn't decided yet. Hadn't decided when to stop playing games with my life? How long? Well, on and off. Uh, yes, there, there were some off periods. How long? Thirty years. On and off. Barbara, put the broom down. Can't we 
talk about this in a civilised manner? Oh, believe me, my lady. I've gone way past the civilised point. Ow! Oh. Ah! Ah! Barbara! Oh. Ow! Oh. Oh. Barbara! Oh. Good riddance to both of you. You're bleeding. I'm also seeing two of you. Oh, come on. Let's get you to the doctors. Doctor! Open up! What's going on, Constable? Doctor won't answer the door. Is he in? His car's there, and I'm sure I saw him duck out of the way when I knocked. Oi, oi! What's going on? Can't get the doctor to open the door. Allow me. And who are you, madam? I am his mother-in-law. But he's single. I can assure you, Constable, he is very much married to my daughter. I've had enough of this. Everybody else, stay outside. Doctor? Doctor? Good evening, Constable. What the hell is going... Doctor, put the gun down. Can't do that, I'm afraid. Where's your wife? In the trunk, in the cellar. Did you kill Abby Martin? Yes. What kind of man are you? To squeeze the life out of a little girl and leave her to rot in five feet of filthy water? You! Keep your distance. Why? Why? <laughs> because, of all things, I've got a bad back. <laughs> That's why I had to leave my first practice in Birmingham, you see. I stole drugs. Lord in them. It was the only thing that made my pain bearable. Well, they found out, said I could go quietly or take my chances with a disciplinary tribunal. Saw the advert for this job, forged my references, and here I am. Wife wasn't having it, though. I couldn't stand the thought of it here. A hellhole, she called it. City girl, you see. She wanted a divorce. Couldn't have that. Reputation to think of. So she threatened to expose my little secret, and she fell down the stairs, if you know what I mean. But why Abby? Hmm. Well, she was the only person who'd seen my wife. She spoke to her the day we arrived. I, I couldn't risk it. She had to go. You're a sick man. <laughs> well, of course I am. But the things that are going on in my brain, how do you think I knew about the ECT? Poor old Giles. You know, I knew that if I could get him to agree with the treatment, I could put it squarely on his shoulders, place havoc with the memory. Nearly worked, too. Close, but no cigar for you. You're going to the gallows, not him. Now, put the gun down. You get away from me. Put it down! Get away! You're free to go, my lord. Is it really over? Yes, sir. It's all over. Doctor, I can't believe it. Don't you worry about him. He can't hurt anybody now. And the inspector? Gone with his tail between his legs. Good riddance. Nothing but a bully. Giles! Mother! Come along, my love. Let's go home. What's Mr Wilson doing in the car? Ah, oh, it's a long story, darling. We need to talk. You all right, copper? I am now. 
You off then? Too blooming right. Murders, suicides. We'll take our chances back in the smoke with the air raids. It'll be safer. It's not normally like this, honest. Come back and give it a go next year. You'll see. Who knows? Maybe see you next year then. <laughs> if we're all alive and well. Yes. If we're all alive and well. Eden's End was written by Sean Williamson and directed by Samuel Supple. In episode 5, Paradise Lost, Alice is played by Candice Nergard, Dennis by Samuel Supple, Lady Brampton by Alison Sanford, Lord Brampton by Kamal Simpson, Dr. Webb by Shane Taylor, Inspector Adams by Sean Williamson, PC Wood by Sid Moon, Willard by Tom O'Shea, Barbara by Lisa Nightingale, Gresham by Steve Nallen, Mrs. Eve by Emma Frederick. The series is produced by Deborah McGee, and the recording, post-production and sound effects engineer was Mark Rowden, recorded at Elwick Road Studios, Ashford College. Eden's End is a Viola production for the BBC.